All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? And welcome back to another episode of No Silly's Podcast with your host. Now, fuck that with your low glasses, Malone. So look, I would just jump right into bullshit because it's been on my mind, right? Would you consider yourself, Tom, a street nigga? <laughs> no. Abby, would you consider yourself a street nigga? No, I think I have street smarts. I'm not a street nigga. Okay. I'm from the streets, but I'm not a street nigga. I'm definitely oh. from the streets. I'm definitely from the motherfuckers. I've been okay. ducking, dollars and bullets, robbed, all that other kind of shit. Lived in the hood, been homeless, lived in the projects. Right, you from the you all from the streets? From the streets, but I'm not. But, a street you, but you leveling up? Okay, it's a difference. So, Pete, this is what I'm gonna say to you because I'm not sure you quite understand the term because it's been misrepresented. Mm-hmm. A street nigga is somebody who lives by the laws of the streets. Right. Yeah. Normally, yeah. that's a person that's a criminal. Mm-hmm. Right. Because at that point, crimes are the separation between regular civilians and people who live, you know, in the underworld. The streets is the urban underworld. Right? Yeah. So I would say it's a person area. who there's two types of people. There's people who pay attention to April 15th and there's people who don't. <laughs> My guy. Right. So a street nigga is a criminal. Right. What's that the day that stuff happened with Raymond Washington? That's the tax deadline. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, no, I'm going to be honest. I definitely pay attention to the tax hold deadline. Up, hold up, see? I that definitely fast, pay attention Tom, to that. That huh? fast, I'm going to have to watch you. There might be some street nigga. Ex- you didn't no. know that? 
No, what? What did that's tax day? No, I didn't know that that's what he was talking about. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that's what he was talking about, though. Yeah, that's I know y'all from. No, I thought he was talking about some street shit. I didn't know because no, because Pete references a lot of street shit, especially in LA on this podcast. That's why I thought he was talking about street shit. Even to me, also tax day this year was the 18th, not not the 15th, because of a holiday in DC. That's also why I thought that. But but see, you be knowing that. See, I know. So Pete, a street nigga is a criminal. Right, uh, yeah. individual person who lives by the laws of the streets, which okay. includes crime. Right, a gangster. Right, a gang is a group of men. Right, who commit crimes to advance their agendas. Right, who will commit crimes. So a yeah. gangster is a member of such organization. Like both a made of guy. Them, both of them revolve around crime. Mm. Both of them revolve around crime. Mm. Okay, the reason. Tom, Pav, I wanted you on this shit is, what is it about someone who lives a square life? Now, a square is not somebody who, uh, is a, a square doesn't mean punk. A square means a person who lives above legal standards, right? Who, who don't break laws, who live their life the way the law says they live their life. That don't mean they won't whoop your ass out in front of this store if you disrespect them. That's just not what a square means. It means you're not a criminal. You live a square lifestyle, right? You're not breaking the law. What is going on in the urban community where squares feel like they need to be a real nigga? Like, what is going on to where, out of all the I'm gonna let Pavi go first. Things you could be, you I could have be a, my own opinions listen, on this because I'm. You I could be a real brother. man. You could be a real father. You could be a really great employee at your job. You could be a great businessman, a real businessman, a real everything. Why? What is the need to fit into this one percenters group that they have created for their underachieving life? Right? Because the life that we live is a very underachieving life, right? We have to create our own metrics of, of respectable titles because at that point you have decided right? You are going to live this type of life. So you create these terminologies, real nigga, right? So a yeah. real nigga in, in its real context is somebody who still lives an honorable street life. Streets involved to be a nigga. You got to be a nigga. You got to do some nigga shit to be a nigga, right? So it, a, a real nigga is somebody who lives an honorable life, Within street life, I don't necessarily agree with all your, I'm telling with you, but all I, your I definitions. It, but I know this giving is you the definition, Webster definition, but I don't necessarily agree with all of these definitions. Tom, I'm, I'm giving you because my culture created it. Yes, yeah. I'm so, from so the again, same so culture again, you from, my brother. I'm telling you, even in the streets of Chicago, this is the same thing. Yeah, but it's a lot of motherfuckers that call themselves real. I'm sorry, real niggas that's not committing crimes. That's the theme of the podcast. That's my point. Yes, yeah, why point. the fuck you, would you call yourself a real? You just nigga be a real man. You would, you would, you would be. Why a can't real you just man, be like a real man? Citizen. I would say you'll be a real man, but I would say why in one word? It depends on the context, though, because some people are using it as a colloquialism for as like man. They not like like nobody, no black dude gonna be like, yeah, I'm a real dude. Like what the fuck, you, you can't mean? just be a real man. I'm a real man. Yeah, what if I don't want to say I'm a real man? But that's the what point. if I like, just want to say I'm a real nigga? Okay, people we take all know terms. What it is. 
people take terms and they make a mean what they want to mean, but the original context of being a real nigga did come from like the streets. I would say why people feel because because it looks cool, especially with the way games and shit are publicized now. Like like it looks cool. Like people walk around, never been to LA, don't know nothing about blood culture, but would change bees to well well like well like C's to bees. Like yeah yeah I'm booming. Like bro, you live in like fucking fucking. Nebraska. Where they're no talking about I, I yeah, swear to God. No why are you talking about you booing or like all these all these things like that? Or people would just take fucking K's and put C's because it looks cool. I think people just think gang culture looks cool, especially with the way that I mean I hate to say publicized with the way it's publicized. You can pick up your phone and see a shooting. The shit looks cool until you in that situation and you've been shot at. Then that shit don't look as cool no more. Cause your okay. life is in danger. Give me a little bit more volume on your mic, uh, Pav, and a little bit more on your mic, Tom. Just a little bit. Um, but Tom, and this is the point I'm saying to you. Like, imagine if I walk through life, right? Okay. Let's say, uh, I, I let's say I'm a drug dealer. Okay. And I'm prescribing people crack in PCP. <laughs> right? They come to they come to fulfill <laughs> their pharmaceutical orders. Of crack and PCP. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, real pharmacist shit, my nigga. Real yeah. pharmacist. I'm a pharmacist. I mean, technically you, technically, you are. I'm just being honest with you. Because even I've heard you speak uh, about certain interactions you've had um, with people on PCP. And you say that they don't that they don't make a conscious decision to come back to get it. People, same thing with opioids. Like, my mom has had back problems for years. And I remember when I finally gave her some CBD. And she stopped taking opioids. She didn't like, she didn't like, like poop for like a whole week. Like her body was in like full opioid mode at that point in time. And then that little bit of CBD, like she was like, Yo, I hadn't taken my pills in weeks because I haven't needed to because I put this cream on my back and now my back feels better. But when she was on opioids, she needed them. And I think it was built up on a dependency from the pharmaceutical industry. So I don't, I don't, I don't look at no drug dealer as differently as I look at the pharmaceutical industry, it's all the fucking same to me. Everybody want to get high, drunk, inebriated, alter their state of reality. And if somebody out there got the means to fulfill that, then somebody's going to come and place an order. And that's just really what it boils down to. It's, sure. unfor mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that our community has been systematically attacked with it. But let's just be real. Like, people have been getting fucked up since the dawn of time. Like, they Hands think down, that we came here because... Uh, uh, some lower form of a humanoid ate a bunch of mushrooms. The theories about that. So it's like we've been getting fucked up off shit forever. So I don't, I don't, I'm not blaming a drug dealer because they sell drugs. Because also most niggas I know ain't fucking growing coke, uh, 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 cocoa plants in a backyard in Chicago. Agreed, agreed. Um, come down on your mic a little bit, Pete. Come down on your mic just a little bit, Pete. I don't have um, control on it. Oh, you don't? Yeah, I. I Bypass the uh, Zoom thing, remember? Okay, yeah. Okay, I can move so, it further away. Um, so, Tom, like, do I think, in theory, a pharmacist and a D-boy does the same thing? Yes, in theory. But a pharmacist, right, is a specific title related to school. It's, it's not really just the act of handing out medicine, right? It's certain license. And yeah. things, right, that you, you know, uh, uh, um, pre-resquits, uh, certain tests, 
Man, certain ideals, certain classes. Motherfuckers is hood chemists. I, I agree. I agree, but that's why you put hood on the. There's a fiduciary responsibility. Yeah. I mean, I only put I only put hood on it because they ain't been in the lab. But you could probably put those same people in the lab and tell them to do the same thing, and they probably be still in there measuring shit out. I, I'm not disagreeing you with you, but I don't things. know if you want a heroin addict to take your blood. I don't know if you want him to be inside your. Uh, I mean, yeah. What's it, but, called? What's it called? What's the person that take blood? Uh, not a heroin addict, but but, 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 but if a heroin, but if a, but if uh, yeah, you about to lie right fucking, now. No, wait a minute. Lie. No, no, I'm not. Like, about well, to there's lie. a reason I'm there's a hierarchy to antibiotics, for example. I won't let a heroin addict take my blood, but it's not like if a fucking if a motherfucker that was cooking meth, I wouldn't be like, yo, this motherfucker is the stupidest motherfucker when it comes to anything involving chemistry or science. You gotta know some shit, just not even to blow yourself the fuck up doing that shit. I, but I like, think I'm not disagreeing with you that some of the ideas are the same, but I don't know if you would want, right, a heroin's addict pre-Westquit, right, to becoming a, a phlebotomist, I phlebotomist, right? I don't know if you want that to be years and years of shooting up heroin as a way to say he has enough experience with needles to be the person <laughs> in no, the fucking room to take your blood. So, so, so back to the well, addicts. The, the difference between putting, putting in the blood and taking the blood out. Addicts and dealing or or let's, say, things, let's, say, let's say a heroin addict is the person that gives TB tests because he has experience with veins and needles. Years and years of experience. I don't know That's if that so qualifies I'm sure somewhere that exists. I'm sure somewhere yeah, that I don't exists. want to meet that person. I I'm just sure somewhere know. in somebody's clinic that exists. Here's my question. I'm just saying. There, there, there's like a hierarchy of antibiotics, right? And it has to do with resistance. And it has to do, and there's a prioritization of which ones you get in which phase of whatever it is that you need. So you, you don't see the exercise of deliberate market restraint with a drug dealer that you do at a pharmacy because like if I wanted to get, hey, I got an infection or whatever, give me a Z-pack. No, we don't, we're trying to not give out a bazillion Z-packs because then everything's going to become resistant to Zithromax and we're going to have nothing beyond that but penicillin. So we're going to give you this cheap garbage amoxicillin or whatever the hell and maybe you'll feel better, maybe you won't. Go fuck yourself. Okay, now you know, before we get too far out, I agree with that. I actually agree with that. Pete. I, but I'll before we get too far out, the point I'm making, right, is these terminologies, right, that the culture created, right, this one percent of the culture created as their achievable upper echelon, right, by how you proceed in life. I just don't understand why would somebody who has the opportunity to be a thousand things above the line, right? A thousand things above the line, try to figure out what, how to be something below the line. Cause it looks Cause that's cool. the trick. The trick is the 1%, right? Creates, you know, being a gangster. Like I was on Instagram, <laughs> right? And it blew me away. I was talking to this dude. I got you, Pete. I was talking to this dude and, he was somebody called a media outlet person a snitch, <laughs> right? And, and it's a media outlet. It's literally on a media page called Grindface. Shout out to the homie Grindface, but Grindface. And he was reporting on a story with his through his media outlet. And some dude got in the comments and said, snitch ass nigga. 
And I literally responded. I said, this is what happens when squares use urban colloquialisms. Like they're using street terms, right? Or, like, or just standards. Yeah, right. And it's like, and so next thing I know, I look down at my phone in five minutes and all of these people were hitting me. And at that point, you could see they were squares, right? People who lived legally, right? And it was like, what you, you know, where I come from, square means you a bitch ass nigga. And it's like, that's not what a square is. I'm sorry they used it incorrectly. Long story short, we go through this whole thing where they feel like a square is a disrespectful thing to a black person, right? And it's not because there are more black people are not our squares than our, you know, street or in the streets, right? So the last thing that really irritated my soul is when this motherfucker told me, I explained to the dude, I said, to be a gangster, you have to be in a gang. He was like, that's some dumb shit. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. You don't got to be in a gang to be a gangster. And I was like- To, to be a roadster, do you have to be on the road? Literally, the first part like, of the, the word is literally gang. But, I, but I've noticed this over the years where you have people be like, oh, you know, it's gangster to take care of your kids. That's being a father. <laughs> You're a man. Oh, it's gangster to go to work. And that take, was that you whole know, stupid hashtag. To go to work. Oh I, I agree with that. But I also think white Employee. people have done that, not niggas. Like, no, we have to. Yes, we, we have to. No, yes, don't do have. that. We have to. Yes, yes we, have. we have. We have to. Don't do that. It ain't no. Yes, we no, have. And it's, it and it's irritating because... Like, right, you submerge yourself in this culture, right? This underworld culture of living below the legal line of life, right? Because it's a risk in it, right? You risk going to prison. You risk dying, right, in, in certain in certain moments. You risk a lot of things, you know, to, to reach the pinnacle that's still under the line, right? Because a gangster can't be the president. Gangster can't be, the, you know, it, they don't go, right? You, the, the, whatever the pinnacle is, of regular square life, this is your line. You hit this line right here. It's still low. So I have submerged myself in this culture to the point where I, you know how many people I had to fight? I mean, before I even fought outsiders, I had to fight all of my homies, right? And it's not always like, I can resolve things, right? In a very civil way, right? I know how to talk and discuss my, you know, my thoughts, but Culturally, where I come from, people don't really know how to use words. So you have to be able to communicate through, you know, fisticuff. It's simple. Like sometimes it needs to be, don't question what I'm saying, right? Because that's the only thing. So you fight, you know, 10, 11 of your homies. You got to win all the fights, right? Then you got to fight everybody from these different neighborhoods. You got to fight the Mona Parks, the Carver Parks, the PJs, the Palmer Oaks, Largo. You got to fight because you got to win. Then you have to shoot guns and literally take somebody's life like in a full attempt to to extinguish their life force right like you have to go through this because that's the well you don't want a rematch way. clause to kick in right? do you because if, because if you don't and it was bad for me because i had to go out my own car because they were literally targeting me so you have to survive all this and then you have to deliver this punishment things that risk your life you have to go to jail i went to jail for my homie chocolate right? He had a scooter. It had an ounce of sherm on the scooter. I wanted to ride his scooter to McDonald's to get some food. I was asking him. He said, nah, man, you can't ride. I kept asking him because I'm like, dog, you being fucked up. Nigga, let me ride your scooter. The reason he was telling me no is because he had an ounce of sherm, but he forgot because he was in the middle of a dice game. 
So when I finally, when he finally was like, here, man, take it. So he forgot and I didn't know. So I ride the scooter. As soon as I make a left off, you know, the neighborhood on the Willowbrook, the police pull me over. They had been watching us the whole time sell Sherm. They knew who Scooter it was. They knew who Sherman was. They wanted to arrest him. So they got me in the car. They said, look, glasses. Yeah, Mike, because at this point, when you're trying to be a real nigga, the police know who you are. They know you by name. Hey, glasses, look, we know this is not your scooter. You're going to drive back down to seven. Just point to who Scooter is. The window's tinted. You ain't got to even say nothing. But you can't do that. And we'll let you out. Do you know I had to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, These are the things I went through. These are the things I went through to be a real nigga. I right? agree. I'm, I'm not mad at it, but you said you had to do all these things. You didn't have to do all these things. You made conscious choices to do those things. No, no, and no that's the difference. No, I disagree with that because you, asked, listen, a question. Listen, you asked a question about the square these, life. These right? are the reasons why you made choices to do other shit. No, no, Tom. Listen, listen. These are the conscious choices I made to be a real nigga. Yeah, but you could have made the same conscious, I'm sorry, decisions to be a square, but you asked why certain I'm, I'm people not, that I'm are squares act like they real niggas. That's not, that's they not, do that's it not the point, Tom. Because it sounds, and also you a rapper, you help glamorize this like thing. Hold that up, makes Tom, everybody hold up, Tom. Hold on, thing. hold up, Tom. Hold up. Just let me make my point. Go ahead. It's, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing. What I'm saying to you, these are the things I went to to be referred to as a real nigga. Right. Because this is the life I was living. I'm not blaming nobody for choice. They're conscious choices I made for purpose. Right. I decided to do this and I ascended to the top of it to be a real nigga. This is what you have to go through. All this silly shit. I don't understand how a nigga who feel like he don't have to go through this. Can literally like, oh, I'm, I'm one of those, too. You're not one of these. It's not the same. We all know like that. You could be that person could be a thousand things. Oh, I'm a real nigga because I take care of my kids. No, brother, you're a real father. It's pretty fucking awesome. It's pretty fucking respectable yeah, but that don't amongst sound as the cool. whole billions of people in the world. But that don't sound as cool. Yeah, but even you calling people squares make it's like you might as well call me a lame then, G. That's not a lame. I, I, I'd rather you just say, yo, this is my homie. He's not a criminal. But also, do why does lame have to be such a derogatory term? Because that's what the fuck the culture has made it. Why do we always got to act like the culture didn't make this shit what it is? But no, culture but which may culture? have been a which square not cool. Niggas getting stuffed in lockers and all this other shit. Niggas been peer pressured into joining gangs and committing crimes for motherfucking decades. Like, let's, let's, not, let's not act like that's not a fact. I've it's also heard... Fact, no, wait a huh? minute. I've also heard... You and other street niggas be like, yo, a lot of these niggas be getting tattoos and all this crazy shit on their face because they want to appear like they hard and they real and they street niggas. Like, you all have created this marketing to where, like, it's almost like fucking Jordan shoes where people look at this shit and they're like, yo, this is cool. Be being called a square versus being called a real nigga, like, you got to ask yourself why these kids make the conscious choices they make. It's the, it's the way that we... As people within the culture refer to other people, we had other and better names for shit. It would be cool. But once hip hop became cool and everybody wanted to become hip hop and hip hop is the streets, as you say it is, these kids that haven't been in the streets look at this shit and be like, yo, this shit is cool. The marketing side of it is good. And like, I could be a real nigga without doing all this other shit. You can't be a real can, nigga without no, doing stop, all this shit. Stop. That's, I, that's, I agree with you. But that's not what they thinking. They thinking I can be this if I play the part. And it's not about playing the part. It's about making the conscious choices and doing the actions, which you just described, that turns you from a square to a quote-unquote real nigga. 
But I've also heard a lot of real niggas tell me that a lot of squares just wind up doing quote unquote real nigga shit because they wanted to be cool. So like, it ain't really no line no more. Like oh, the line. line has been blurred too it, much. It, it, no, it's, it, it's never been blurred. It's not. The internet took that shit away and rap no, took no, it away. No, no. The internet made it to where you actually can lie about who you are. That's the difference. See, I mean, at one time, right before, time. before, before the internet, it was really hard to lie about who you were. Right, it, it, it took because you had to go out and prove it to, to other people. people in their face. Like that's that's the era I came from, right? You you actually had to prove it to people's face. Now on the internet, you can literally take pictures. You can literally guide people and say, "This is my life. This is who I am." But this is the point I was making. I got a right? question and, though. This is my question though. Was Ice Cube a square? This and yes. I say this and I say this not disrespectfully, right? Yes. So. What kind of music was he making then? Okay, he made games. And I music. say this not disrespectfully to Ice Cube because no, I love no, it's, Ice it's Cube. Not it's That's nothing. Most respect it's to Cube, no but I'm insult to say somebody because is he was a making gangster music, but he was a square. Listen, listen. So I'm confused. That's also part of my point. Did he like, ever say he was in a gang though? He, he didn't listen, have to say no. he was a gang. They was making gangster music. But but listen, listen. You could watch a Clint Eastwood film and not be a cowboy. Clint Eastwood never was a cowboy. It's difficult to be a cowboy in the 1980s. But 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 let's not act like Q wasn't writing for gangsters and being and like partaking in the life of a gangster, but you call him a square. Like I it's no real he, he that's didn't, that, but that's there weren't the a flood of Italian Americans trying to get made after the Godfather. I'll say exactly. that. I mean, I wouldn't either shit. They all got murdered and went to jail. Fuck that's that. that's another sub that's a subtlety of the art. And Pimp C talks about that extensively, but we'll leave that where it is. And, and this is my point. Like, you don't see other Italians running around that live a law-abiding life. And I and I and I resent what you're saying about squares. That's just not true. Like, if you allow somebody to antagonize your way of life, like the thing is, a square and a street nigga can both be a bitch. A square and a gangster can both be a bitch ass nigga. So when you, if you say somebody antagonizing you and trying to insult you by calling you a square and you don't defend who you are, you just a bitch ass nigga. And bitch ass niggas, anybody could be a bitch ass nigga. See, squares could never be snitches. You have to be in the underworld to be a snitch. That's the I'd thing. I'd rather you just call me a civilian and call me a square, to be honest. A civ but a different because, a civilian because black people reference. have made the term squares be negative. That's why that's why these kids don't want to be called squares. You missing my point? Like it's not. I, saying I don't. But that's my that's my wrong. point. I'm just saying they don't want to be all that shit. So they I, just that is the point of the podcast. I mean, yes, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, but I'm saying like you got to look at these kids' minds. They like they don't care about all of that shit because they only care about what they're being called. They're cared before. about, but that's my point. Like, like living exists. Listen, Tom. Gee, I'm a I'm a tied up for in you. A world where you're a fraud is worse than everything. See, a fraud is worse than everything. To to be a square and don't want to be called a square because you feel like that carries a negative connotation. Well, you know what's even worse than that? A fraud. See, everybody I'll can be a fraud. I would rather be called a square than be called a criminal. So, because I'm not a criminal. Or I'm not That's a gangster. That's my point. So I'm fine. I, but this is my point. I'm fine with it personally. Like I don't care. Call me a square. I don't give a fuck. I've been living my life legally doing what I'm supposed to do for years. But these kids look at it differently. And I'm the oldest brother of four. I remember coming up, my, me and my brothers, we grew up in the hood. But like my mom was a school teacher. We weren't never really in the streets like that. And then when my brother turned a teenager, 
he decided he wanted to go and be a quote unquote real nigga and become a street nigga. But like that wasn't the environment that we came up in. He, I mean, like we, well, well, I put it this way: we came up in that environment, but like that's not how we were raised. So when sure, he made sure. that decision, it wasn't economically why he made that decision. He made that decision because he didn't quote unquote want to be looked at as a square. And even but I'm at that ask you point, question. I was but telling him like, yo, you got a decision of where your life can go, and you can choose that, and you can make these decisions trying to be something you're not. Or you can just be who you are and, and things will work out better for you. He did that's what he where, did. That's where it get crafty. Though. Let me ask you a question. You and Pav, Tom. Yeah. Was it right outside your front door? What? Everything. Well, where, where I'm I saying lived. where you lived at, where you grew at, was it right outside your front door? Where I live most of my life, yes. I can't speak okay. to Pavy because outside, my front, outside your front door? Outside my front door, no, but you didn't have to go far to find it. How many blocks would you have to go to find it? The next couple blocks over, the next block okay. over. Okay, how many Across blocks, Tom? Did you live street. in anybody's territory? I live, oh, yeah, I live in Stone territory. Yeah, okay, I so you live, so it is outside your door. outside. It's right I outside, right? Live, yeah, I you live outside, I'll right? say this, right? Okay, 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 look, 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 check it out. I'll say this, right? All right, so growing up, right, when we was like 10, 11, 12, right, you would say, oh, like, Anybody who lived in the area because you was from a stone area, people would just tell you that, like, oh, okay, we stones. But then as you get older and you get more into high school, the niggas who were still on that, by the time they was 14, 15, 16 years old, they was really still on that. But, like, sometimes you get told that you are this because you're from a certain neighborhood. But then, again, like I said, as you get older, you have an actual decision to make by if you really want to partake in this. And I yeah, was like, if you want to say, if, yeah, and, and this and, is the thing, though, and I want to add to what you're saying. Culturally, you can be a stone, right? You may not be a part of the military, you know, the infantry itself, but that's or you may not you be a at. criminal, right? Yeah, but that's but what, that's culturally, yeah. like all Long Beach niggas culturally are Crips. All Inglewood, well, I ain't finna say that, but all Long Beach niggas are culturally Crips. A lot of my partners from Long Beach, they don't even have to actually be criminals or from a gang. They say cuz. They prefer blue. Because culturally, right? I don't have no blue in my closet. Because I, I literally don't have, I don't they have call no blue. a real nigga then. No, no. But again, it's, it's, it's unique, right? Because culturally, you're available. But you also are not a criminal, right? So I'm not saying culturally, you're not this. Like culturally, they're not gangsters. Culturally, they grew up in a crip culture. Like we grew up in American culture, right? But I don't necessarily think we're proud Americans. I don't, I don't think I that's in the GDBD culture. I agree, and I never, I never really identified. Right, well, my family identified things, as ones, but and I I'm never, saying there's certain things, right, Pat? Even right now, or there were struggles for you to wear, even out here, where that doesn't even matter. It's certain things you won't do because culturally, right? No, this fact. is your existence. These your friends. No, no, fact, this is your family. Cool. Certain people you knew your whole life. Like y'all all together. It's just how you grow culturally. Again, like th this is where it gets tricky, right? With these terms. Um, but I do understand what you're saying, Tom, to the point where it's like hip hop is a simple thing that was created for people from the street, you know, that urban street world to have representation to the rest of the world, right? Because it wasn't none before that. Before hip hop, it really wasn't none. The closest you had was black exploitation films, and that was a small little thing that really didn't focus on the cornerstone of it think about it the first time you saw a movie about gangs crips and bloods was colors and it's a police movie and that movie is in 1990 at that point cripping and blood had been around 21 years yeah so then you didn't see anything else to boys in the hood right and then there's still very few movies about this super potent 
you know, culture in Los Angeles. I mean, what is it? South Central? It's about six, seven movies. Yeah, probably. for something that's for something that's such a a transcendent thing around the world as far as urban culture goes. Right. It's such a transcendent like to where every state now has Crips and Bloods. Like I was going to say that about Nebraska, like Tiger got shot at by the Hoovers. He did get Nebraska. shot at in Omaha, in Nebraska, Nebraska. G? He did get shot at in Omaha, Nebraska. He got yeah, shot at in Omaha, Nebraska. That is Nebraska, and gangbangers will do bad things to you. Oklahoma, he, he, Texas, he, he, New York, yeah, they will do horrible things to you. I remember that. I remember that. He got shot at because Them dudes ain't playing. Again, for something that's been such a phenomenon, right, around the world, right, there's still probably less than 20 films. Like, right, gangbanging is probably more of a of an impact to the world than being a cowboy. Yet there's probably, you know, a million cowboy flicks. Can I argue against that creatively and 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 objectively? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, please. Every time, every time we see a music video, we watching the film. Like it's just, a, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, like that's the, the that's your film right there. We didn't got a million fucking music videos about gangbanging and the streets and drug life and and we've seen a million different perspectives of it. We've seen documentary style videos where. Right. You Chief Keith and you just in your grandmama's house with your homies with some guns. We didn't seen the well-produced videos from the Snoop Dogs and the Dr. But you, but you Dre's. Like all of those are still films, though. That's what I'm saying. My point, though. That's my point. My point is that's the only, only the only reason somebody like me, right? Not glasses, because I've been there and I've seen it. But the only way somebody in LA would know what's going on in Chicago, right? With this whole yeah. like this gun epidemic, right? This drill epidemic yeah. where kids are getting their hands on guns at yeah. unbelievably young ages, 11, 12 guns that I didn't have till I was 20. I seen videos with niggas holding K's and, and Uzi yeah. at 11 and 12. That Rondo is like- number nine had a yeah. fucking rocket, rocket launcher. launcher yeah. Bro, a rocket hood. launcher. Listen, in, the hood, in my bro. life, my first gun I had was a 22 that would take, it was a 38 at 16, 17. I seen videos where these dudes are carrying fully- automatic weapons at 12. So again, we're the only ones, our community, right? Our culture, we're the only one broadcasting it to the world of what's going on, our current state. So that's what made hip hop what it was. We were able, and not just from, you know, negative violence, but anything going on in street urban culture, right? Our hip hop was responsible to display it to the world because Hollywood didn't tell the world. That's what I'm saying to you, Tom. That's why I'm saying you're not making an argument against it. That's yeah. what we have nah, to do. I'm not mad at it. I also think a large part of it is like it's like the the cripping and blooding part of it is like it's so it's not universal. Like like gangbanging is everywhere, right? But cripping and blooding, or at least before kind of the explosion of hip hop culture becoming a predominant pop culture in America, like wasn't the main thing so you get those early boys in the hood and all them films because like it isn't so culturally like a phenomenon and known but like once gang banging is put on the world stage right then like the appeal for it especially for like blood crip movies whatever it's so like mic like like microscopic that it's hard for you to sell it to the public like even I, a guy like listen, hold on one second just, even just a guy listen. like spike lee right he tried to remake what I mean, what uh, uh old Shakespeare play was that in Chicago yeah, under the guise of the, yes, but also, but it was a lot of money put behind it, right? But that story was so like it's not marketable to the rest of the world, and then you I'm watch it and you're you like, why, What is I'm gonna this? tell you why you're wrong. 
And I'm going to explain to you why you're wrong completely. Go ahead. Right? This is still rooted in the same racial issues, right? Or, or, or oppression that created hip hop, the genre itself, right? Is do you think there were more Crips and Bloods or more Cowboys in, in America? Crips and Bloods. I mean, definitely more Crips and Bloods. So then why is there 1,000 Cowboy films? Something that's literally been, you know, I, this type of, of, of explosion in culture. Right, but I think it's kind of hard still, for us to say that though, because we still in the moment. Like we got to look at a lot of most, a, lot, a lot of those cowboy films came a hundred years after the generation of like cowboys or fifty years. Also, you got to look at it. White people love promoting their white crimes. People. White people love promoting their crimes, like well, bank well, robbing, train the, robbing, was like the biggest things back in the early days of oh, film. So as what a I'm saying is, crime so they, films. Yeah. Crime, how many do you think there's more mobsters? Right, or more Cribs and Bloods. It's more. It's it's less mobsters, but that's not my point. My point is like they have made it a, a a point throughout the history of film. If you go back and you look at some of the first films, they were about white crimes, bank robbing, train robbing, all that stuff. White America is always like to glorify their crimes. We always get vilified for our crimes. So inherently, it's just going to be a different thing in terms of the marketplace. Like. A white person is going to go see Goodfellas before they go see Boys in the Hood because they rather see white crime than black crime. Well, they would rather that. see white people. and But that, that's not the point. Nah, I yeah. disagree with okay. that because even our crimes are looked at as being petty crimes. Like, I'm like, you know, like, you know, this wrong way, kind of. Go ahead. You're kind of looking at it the wrong way. I think people deal with stuff that's familiar with them. I think a lot of people not necessarily sleeping on our genres of films. I think they just more familiar with the mafia films and the cowboy films. And plus, cowboy films, they always like kind of short shot. Um, cop westerns and horror films typically do better than other films. They typically But I'm telling you, again, and shout out to my 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 big brother, manager Steel, who just popped in. But that's my point. That's what I'm saying to you. So I, this goes against your argument in the first place, right? Again, crime has always been you know, one of the most popular stories told in America, but not black crime. That's why hip hop was a, necess a, a, a necessary thing. And still, let me just fill you in. So the conversation we're having is about why do squares feel the need to use urban street terms to define themselves when the terms themselves were created as an alternative to things that urban street people couldn't or felt they couldn't be. So they created these terms, right? Um, Real nigga, right? As a way to say, so as a street nigga, right? It's a it's a crime, right? A street nigga is somebody who lives under legal standards, right? They'll do whatever they need to do in the crime world, right? Or whatever. They take justice into their own hands, whether they, you know, economically are prospering, but within the urban street culture, right? A mm -hmm. real nigga, right, is somebody who's lived a street life honorably within the things that we find honor in, right? You didn't tell, you didn't betray your homies, right? All these things that matter within the realm. So why would somebody who could be a real father feel the need to say, well, I take care of my kids, that's real nigga shit versus, hey, this is real father shit. And Pav made a good point about what sounds cool, right? But who does it sound cool to? Like, that's my point. Like the reason hip hop is dope and I got you, Pete. The reason hip hop is dope in the first place, right, is because they didn't have, even though there's more Crips and Bloods and GDs and BDs than it ever will be mafia members or cowboys, historically, 
there's still not 20 movies made about both coaches. Yet, there's a hundred million cowboy flicks. There's a ton of mafia movies. Again, because white, right? And it's, it's not about just racial. That's just, that's like an undersell. It's not about negativity. It's just more white people in America and they could relate to white characters. It's just a simple thought. But what I'm saying what? is hip hop provided that for us. Like you don't see white people who are doctors be like, yeah, I'm a mobster. I'm a mobster, real mobster shit. I did seven surgeries today, real mobster shit. I also do want to say this though. I think yeah. that too many times underworld culture is too conflated with like black culture. And I think that black culture was more than just underworld culture. But like, so like for instance, right? Even when you go on Twitter, right? People will talk about, oh, like, I just see things where it's like the only black experience is like underworld poverty and that's it in America. Like, yo, there's a black experience that exists in the in the suburbs as well. But I think too many times it gets conflated as like that's the only black experience. So well, I, I think, think many times, like when people, when you say square, people don't want to be referred as that because it seems like that's not in our culture. But but this this is the point. That's what I just right? said. The black experience in America, right, is oppression and poverty. That's not the only one, though, bro. Other than that, what would be black? Not to the majority of the black population. Yeah, like what would be yeah. black? I, at that point, you're yeah, just living see, in America. Yes, experience. yes, but see, this is my argument that I was having when we was having this argument about J. Cole, which I was tweaking during half of that because I listened back. I was uh, like, yo, yeah. GP, you was tweaking. <laughs> but my argument is when you argue against his story and you say it's not hip hop, it's like his black experience is still his black experience. Every black, Every black experience, experience don't gotta be poor and fucked up. Street. And this is coming from a person that comes just from a listen, poor and fucked up Tom, black listen. experience. Listen, Tom. Every urban experience is not black and street. Every urban experience is not street. Hip hop is street. That's the thing. It is street. Like, and you can't, it's hip hop. Everything black ain't hip hop. That's first problem. Like we want to make everything black hip hop. No nigga, just because you black, that don't mean you this, right? You could have, like Drake had a Jewish experience growing up. That's not to say he may have not felt any sense of oppression, so he could have had a black experience. But what he lacks is a street experience. Outside of that, we've seen that character in Hollywood a million times. We've seen that character. That character is well represented in mainstream America. The thing that makes hip hop and these urban colloquialisms that we're talking about, right, these urban street colloquialisms, is they're underrepresented. In mainstream, that's what made hip hop that. So I'm not arguing about J. Cole being hip hop. I've always had a dilemma because is his experience street? Sure, you can have a black experience. Listen, you can grow up in Beverly Hills and live just like the white folks, right? And you still gonna feel some oppression. You, you might not see no it. sense of poverty, so you can have a black experience in Beverly Hills, but that's not a fucking hip hop experience. Well, that's the difference. Like you want to conflate. I don't black think you can necessarily. I don't think you can necessarily kick people out the hip hop community because they wasn't raised in the hood acting the fool necessarily. The it's bro. not. You yeah, don't have to. Again, again, that's, again, that's again. Also I, think it's, I think it's different perspectives. You know what I mean? I think I know, it's different still, perspectives. No, that, and, this, and this is what happened. This is why y'all generation sold out jazz and rock and roll. Y'all start doing this. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can no. be black and be a jazz musician. Listen. You could be black and be a rock and roll musician. You could be black and be an R&B musician. You don't have to just be hip hop because you like it. You don't That's have to be hip hop. Just let me, let me finish the point. I can love Hitler and I'm not a Nazi. Right? That's I can love Trump. Let me make my point. 
I can love Trump and not be a conservative, blah, blah, blah. I can love motherfucking Idi Amin and not be the lord of a country. And blah, I don't, you don't have to be that. You could just actually love the art. And that's the problem that I have with what you're doing and what people do with these urban street colloquialisms. Everybody well, feels, oh, let me finish. Glasses. Well, 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 how did you just conflate them things together? It matters. How you conflate dictators and hip hop together? Listen, just because you feel like they have these great impacts, it's the same thing. Just because you black don't mean you have to be hip hop. You don't have to be. Just because you black don't mean you can't be a doctor. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. G, can I tell you what my hip hop experience was? I'm older than all you guys. Um, we used to go to this um thing called the Pack Jam in Cleveland, right? When I was 15, 14. And actually, I was like a, probably 12, more long lines 12. It was an under 18 club, right? Um, DJ Johnny O and the Sorcerer Crew, they would be up there, right? Shout out to Johnny O. And we heard the early hip hop records. But at one time, bro, when hip hop was in this infancy stage, when it wasn't on the proper level, you know, it was only like 50, 60 people in this club, mind you. They would play these records, dog, everybody being there breaking, but they just didn't play rap records, dog. It was a lot of um, art of noise, a lot of um, stuff over from sure, Europe and stuff. So, Loops and breaks. You know what I'm saying? So I think, bro, when we talk about hip hop as a culture, dog, it's a culture, it just doesn't encompass music. It doesn't just encompass um, urban. You feel what I'm saying? These urban tales. Only, uh, it, it, listen, listen. It only encompasses urban. That's the point. But not now, the I'm not, I'm thing. Not saying, See, hold on, let, let me finish my point. And actually, if they were going to start making people make movies based on comp, on uh, popularity, they make movies based on a subject that they think go be able to touch the masses. It's more Latin gangs in this country, dog, than anything else. That's true. And the Yakuza, like, almost double the size of the Crips and Bloods, bro. No, they don't. The Yakuza, the Japanese Yakuza, yes, dog. The Japanese, Yakuza. Yakuza. Mm. Japanese Yakuza, dog. It's more of them. And they shit span back for centuries, dog. It, so it's first like, off, and it still ain't enough movies on them. 
But but that's no, what I'm that's saying. Cap. Though, that's cap. But, it's bro, a jillion movies. There's a whole bunch of movies about YouTube. that. When you watch, when you it's watch a show on HBO right now about it. Yeah, because I grew up watching kung fu movies. Kung fu movies is real popular. So this with y'all. This with y'all. Always had some elements about that. Kung fu's Chinese. Yeah, but I'm just saying though, bro. It's, 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 like, it's so fucking racist, and that's my point with this. No, no, listen. This in is every, my point. Even every Japanese films, in every Japanese film, in every karate movie I saw, they always had some faction of the yakuza. They don't have bro. a gazillion movies on the yakuza. That's just a lie. That's and there aren't more yakuza. I didn't even know the yakuza was out there right now. He never even heard of the yakuza. I know the yakuza. Have you ever seen Rush Hour? Have you ever seen Rush Hour? Yeah, that's the triad. That's the Chinese yeah, triad. triad. It's a different exactly. outfit. Triad. No, but when it's but you're just has... fucking racist. What? How am I just racist? It's so triad. Why bro. would you conflate Chinese and, <laughs> and Japanese oh, games? Yeah, it was the triad. Even my bad. My bad. But there has been a jillion movies on the Yakuza. Steel almost got you... killed by a Yakuza member. If you see any Ooh. Japanese film, Steel. any Japanese related film, they have something to do with the Yakuza. The same way Chinese films have to do with the triad. was in Japan, and there was a girl smiling in steel face. She thought he was so cute and still playing it cool, like he ain't giving her too much attention. But she owned him. She wanted to go where we going, trying to follow us. She owned us. Man, that man came out. We knew that dude had a sword. He was finna kill us all. Side two, yeah, was, sword. Side two was definitely in the yakuza. You know what he did, dog? The first time me and I see him out there, yeah. a guy has, a guy had lost twenty dollars, dog. When he, you know, came to give you know how to give you the money in big bundles like that. One of his assistants that lost like $20 was the equivalent of $20. So he played it cool, man. And we saw me and I see in the back of the van, man, in the back of the you know truck. We going up these mounts. And I'm like, what the fuck? This ain't the way to the hotel. He gets up to the mounts and says, excuse me one minute. You know outside too, it's real polite. Excuse me one minute, please, Mr. Big Steel. Excuse me one minute. He got out the car, pistol whipped the dude, made him strip down naked. Shot him in both his kneecaps, dog, and left him up there on the mountain. We drove him. He got in the car like it wasn't shit. Lit a cigarette and was, you know, he's rolled up. Me and Croft didn't say a word. He asked us. He was apologizing us over that $20. I, I'm, I apologize for the, you know, short, shortening to the money. Um, I'll make sure I get this to you ASAP. We said, don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry about and, it. And this, this is, is my thing, right? And this is what happens when y'all do this, right? And this is my issue even when we're doing what we're doing now. Hip hop has to be street. Street is not only just crime. Being a street nigga could be a criminal, but street is a different lifestyle. You living in that poverty. You living in that oppression together, right? Amongst other people, right? That are poor and it very much is a cultural thing, right? Which I've always said to myself, J. Cole lived that life. That's why I'm really careful with how I handle his legacy. That's why I'm careful. I don't just jump off that bridge and don't say it. I'm really careful because I'm like, that dude did grow up poor. If he was in a trailer park, that's poor as a motherfucker. And he's a nigga. So I know he got oppressed and I know he had an urban street experience. But yes, you have to have an urban street experience. Bro, and to be yeah. honest with you, to me, Southern California don't even, it has probably dog, but this shit is nice out here. I, I, this, I is totally not, this is right? not, this is I not totally, the real ghetto. Me I, being I, from I, the east side of Cleveland. When you go see niggas living with their windows, nah, no, no nah, windows in their crib, Midwest no dog, you have, you have no lower and shit One like thing that. you don't got to do is convince me how poor the Midwest is. And this, everything is Beverly Hills compared to that shit. Yes. I remember, I, re, I remember the first time I, I went through Compton. I'm like, nigga, this is Compton. Y'all got grass, yeah. nigga. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, this is grass. But, but again, because, but also because our wealthy neighborhoods make y'all wealthy neighborhoods look like the slums. Nah, facts. 
If you oh, go to Bel Air, you won't see nothing mm, like that in Chicago yeah, or yeah. Cleveland. Highland Park ain't got nothing like, on Bel Air. Bel Air is probably worth Cleveland altogether. <laughs> probably so, dog. Cleveland is a just piece the of neighborhood shit. of Bel Air. I'll so again, it's a piece of shit. So again, again, so slum is all comparative, right? So yes, like I agree with y'all, right? Oh, the Watts as a slum can't hold a candle to Chicago slums or Cleveland slums. But the reason it is the slums is because the slums in Chicago compared to like, like when I'm in Philadelphia, the slums in the wealthy areas don't look that much different. If you see Watts and then compared to Bel Air, it look like you live in hell. Like, like literally like Satan is rolling down with a pitchfork. It looks like hell. If you go where Pete is from or like over that area, you feel me? Laguna, Niguel, Watts look like death. Nah, G, if you take a drive down State Street, bro, by the time you get to it now, it's a little bit different. So by the time you get to about like 39th, it's a clear difference from 63rd to the fucking South Loop. Uh, that I, shit I, trust me, I know because different. the slums there are fucked up. So any Compton make them slums. Compton yes. looks like a, a wealthy neighborhood compared to Chicago slums. This is true. Right? But again, compared to Bel Air, there's no Bel Air in Chicago. There's no Bel Air in Cleveland. It's just... Okay. That you shit right what? there look like that's heaven walking. Even you can you walk in Bel Air with no shoes stuff. on and you won't get your it everything good. You walk to the whole nice areas, bro. Cleveland got some nice areas, but it just look old. It, they not nice enough. Not <laughs> I like seen Cleveland people. nice areas. Cleveland yeah, nice areas look like Cerritos. That shit average around right here. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's really not a ghetto out here, dog. No, there is a ghetto. It's just not comparative to the ghetto of Cleveland, right? But also, your wealthy areas can't compare to our wealthy areas. That's the separation of oppression. You feel me? When you look at wealth and you looking at, you feel me, poverty, the separation, how far it is. Like, Watts is far as fuck from Bel Air. Just like you talking about Cleveland, like Cerritos in Cleveland is probably like the best neighborhood y'all would have. No, not really. It's pretty close. I've been been to Cleveland nice area. That shit is not nice. We got some nice houses up there. That's the thing. Just like you can say our slums ain't slums, you can also say Y'all nice areas ain't nice. That shit ain't nice. That shit fucked up. Well, I'm even y'all rich people live fucked up. That shit ain't right in Chicago. Them rich people so don't why live Why can't right. a Cleveland person tell a, a person from the LA slums like, yo, you ain't really hip hop because you ain't from the real slums? That's what I'm no, saying. You're not bro, from the like, slums of Cleveland. Bro, I'm gonna check this. Yeah, you ain't from the real slums. You ain't no, from no, the no, real no. slums according to them. You're not hip hop enough. When I first came to Cleveland, bro, you know what y'all was listening to, bro? Yes, we're here. The dream team is here. Oh, yes, we're here. That's the that shit y'all used to listen to in y'all era. Not that bullshit right there. That yes, shit was it was. Y'all had a whole bunch. Y'all had Sugar Hill Gang. All oh, that's the same tree. Dog, but that's different. Dream yeah, team, message, LA Dream Team is here. The, message, is the same thing as Sugar Hill Gang. My generation produced the message, dog. The greatest hip hop song ever. Yeah, wrote. but y'all also produced Sugar Hill. <laughs> Yeah, which was essential. See, bro, you have to have a You have to have a yin yang, bro. If it wasn't for Sugar Hill, you might not have a glasses Malone, bro. So then don't talk shit about the LA Dream Team because the Dream Team is a descendant of Sugar Hill. Egyptian Lover is descendant of Sugar Hill. Same shit. Just like we gave, just like just like gave you Boys in the Hood. Let me land on something real quick, bro. Egyptian lover is actually more craft work and stuff like that. It's actually a dance derivative, dog. Dance is a dance is a part of hip hop culture, dog. Yeah, so, so you know, 
really what we need in hip hop, we need a fucking another MC Hammer, dog, to be honest with you. I think we've got way too many gangster rappers. Look, MC Hammer, it's not just about, look, hip hop is not just gangster rap. That shit is ridiculous to even say it. The reason it is highlighted so much is because it is the urbanist street experience that makes hip hop the most exclusive than compared to every other genre. And it's, it's the easiest story to fabricate as well. Because well, that's not all the, the, it, it, man, the rapper, you know, all the tickets for a nigga. Stop. Stop doing what you're doing. Stop doing what you're doing. Hold on, bro. Represent. This real quick. I it, had an executive tell me when I was a younger nigga that if you was a gangbanger, I would sign you. God damn it. Everybody's making up this story, dog. These elaborate hopes, dog, that they, that they running around the hood with Max. It's not about the rapper, though. It's not hip hop, ain't about the rapper. It's not about the specific rapper. The story is real. That's the difference still. Like y'all spend too much time and, and people in today's time spend too much time trying to define if the rapper's telling his real story versus is it a real story? So yes, yeah, summer vacation didn't have to be Ice Cube. Let me I don't have a problem point. with that. He's a perfect example. Let me Ice make Cube, my point. One of the greatest rappers of all time. I understand ahead, that, bro. but it don't have to be his story. He's telling the story of the shit that LA niggas was going through. But it, but my, but my question again with that Ice Cube thing is, if you call him a square, how can he be a square and be a gangster at the same time? G, well, he's not it's a gangster. He, he's not a criminal. He makes gangster rap music. Fucking, uh, uh, fucking, uh. Martin Scorsese is not a made guy. Yeah, but what's yeah. The, But yeah, Martin, but the, but my Martin question Scorsese is, if you call him a square, then what's Quentin the difference Tarantino between? You know, it's not him? a racist white man who uses the N word obsessively. What the hell do you mean? This is entertainment still. So they're talking about street urban stories, and that's what they're doing. So, so does J. Cole. But you telling me that that don't necessarily I'm make I'm telling you, J. Cole don't tell street urban stories. I disagree with that. He don't. He's talking about he's beefing with a lady go, on Twitter. Go listen to his album for it. For I your eyes only. It. It's about a, a whole story about up. street stuff. Exactly. No, not even on that one. I'm talking about the one that nobody really listened to. The one where he's talking about folding clothes. Whoa, and neighbors that, on it. That whole oh, thing was, was that the one with neighbors? I think, but that whole I, album, I, but that whole album is about his friend who got locked up. That whole album is about his friend who got locked up. I've told you a thousand times, J. Cole was always a hard one, but I do treat him as a hip hop artist. I do feel what he's doing, but I'm saying he has a lot of terms and weird things, right? At times that made me be like, why would you be arguing with some lady on Twitter? I agree. I agree. As, and then making a rap song still. about it. I also still think he's hip hop still. And I but also I've never, think if you I'm, I'm gonna not question him, and we gotta question only, all of the only, squares that made gangster music. Because listen, then I'm that not, don't make I'm not, sense. I'm to not me. again. Listen, anybody can make gangster music. That don't make you a gangster. Does that make you a real nigga if you make gangster music? No, it makes you a fucking rapper. So can you still be a square and make gangster music? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> but do that's you think that's a okay? Huge portion of the industry. So, yes. But how? But how can you make gangster music when the whole premise of making gangster music is about being a real nigga? But you're not, not a the whole premise real nigga according music. to yours. That's cap. That's not the premise cap. of gang It's being a rapper, right? Cap. As a storyteller, telling stories about the urban community that you come from. The message don't have to be Melly Mel and them story. It could be the story of their next door neighbor. It don't. It's somebody expressing the stories of what's going on in our community. So no, I'm not. Li listen, I think a square looks for authenticity from a rapper. 
Because as a gangster, I don't look from it from a rapper. I don't care if Rick Ross actually didn't know Noriega personally. I don't, fuck. That's his I don't fucking care. His shit jam. <laughs> I'm not sitting around. I think a square feels the need to, 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 to live vicariously through other human beings, right? Especially when they feel like they're doing something that's not normal. But I'm not mad that Rick Ross is not Rick. I know Rick Ross. So I know he's not Rick Ross. I know fucking Rick Ross. So what I'm saying is Rick Ross, it doesn't matter. Is his music good? Does it represent tales of Miami? Does it make me feel like the urban streets of Miami? He does that pretty good. Jay-Z makes me, do I think, Jay-Z talk about selling dope dog like he was George Young. Is he George Young? No. Lost 90, lost 92 bricks back. and had to fall, fall back. back. <laughs> and again, it, it don't matter to me whether he exaggerated saying 92 or it was 9.2. I, I get the Jay idea. Russell, dog, G, you know it's nah, he said the 92 bricks was real. I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm saying regardless, I don't think that's the point of the story. Like, that's the point that's of my point, think, though. Like, uh, some of these hip-hop stories aren't authentic, but they represent, quote-unquote, real nigga culture. No, they, they, what do you mean? The stories are authentic. There are niggas from where we're from. They're stories, though. It's, that's not, it's not, not, you don't have to be your... It's not authentic. It's not your fucking story, dude. Focus. It's not your story. It don't matter. Not that's that, not, not just that every not history that book is not an autobiography. I don't every, need. I don't need it to be. But if you telling me you a real nigga and in your music, I'm a real nigga, real nigga, real nigga. It's nigga, a nigga, music nigga. song. I want you to be a real nigga. No, this is the point. And Tom. you get mad at the kids for like for like assimilating with this culture that isn't real because you're not a you're rapper. Fine with the rappers doing it. No. So stop being a follower. What do you expect from hip hop culture? This is what I don't expect for people start. to be a follower. And if start. you think that's okay for people to be a follower, something is wrong with it's you, bro. I don't care. The reality of life glasses is that people are followers at a 90%. 100%. They're going to inherently follow you. Cool. What he's saying is it's okay to be a fraud. This I'm is not saying difference. it's okay to be listen, a fraud. That's what you're you telling asking me. me. This is the I'm question you're asking. I'm saying you're asking me, listen, you're asking me, is Ice Cube a fraud? No, no I'm Ice not Cube is. Let, let, let me make my point. I never said he was a fraud. You asking me, does he live the stories? And I'm telling you, that's not his job. He's a rapper. His job is to tell the stories. Quick question. Sure. There's a difference, or how do you perceive the difference, rather, between somebody who is attempting to speak in the first person versus somebody who is telling a story that is obviously not them but is speaking through the first person as a listener you gotta kind of be able to discern the one from the other you know I, I, listen so as a society where we at i think you obviously are correct 99 percent of the world is frauds and literary followers they don't they're intellectually lazy they don't want to formulate their own opinion they want to take the simplest opinion that you can get there fast and that's what they're gonna run with right but i think the thing that comes down to it is we need to stop paying attention. Stop worrying who the fuck the messenger is and get the message. I think that's the sure. problem with the Bible sure. and any other book. Read the book. Don't worry about what nobody else telling you. Don't worry about what nobody else saying. Get the wisdom from the written words. When you listen to Ice Cube, My Summer Vacation, and this is maybe because I have lived my own life of it, right? I've been out of town selling drugs. I know what it's really like. So I'm not worried if Ice Cube is telling his story. He's telling my motherfucking story. 
And that's what he does great. That's his job as a fucking rapper to tell urban street tales of Los Angeles come ups or falls. That's his fucking job. But can he his claim job he's a go. real if, nigga if, though? If that's Ice Cube was living these stories, Ice Cube wouldn't be a rapper. He'd be a D boy. When Jay Z was doing that, he was a D boy. He wasn't a rapper. And guess what? He transitioned and he became a rapper. I don't really know how you can say that when you just told me that that he that when I asked you was he a square before he was a rapper, you told me he was. How can you automatically assume he would turn into a D boy if he was a person that was going to college? Looking out for himself, working towards his education. How can you automatically make that assumption? That's part you of my ice cube. Yes, that's part of ice my issue. He said if. He, but you say if, but what I'm saying is at that point in time, before, like right when he was on getting ready before that NWA trajectory, he was going to college. Am I right or wrong? No, he was 16. Huh? He was going to school. He was going to school in Arizona. He was going to school in Arizona. I'm telling you, he was going to school in Arizona. I was going to Taft. No, he, he was went going to college. Yeah, and then he went but to he college going, in he Arizona. Was college, he was going I'm to college in Arizona. You, I'm telling you, NWA started when Q was in high school. But that's not my point. My point is, that's when they were reaching their pinnacle, school, bro, he, was he was in college. He was, college bro. he was in college when they took off. That's I'm not, so if they don't take the off, point. he's still in college. You're that's the whole point. If he was a drug dealer, he wouldn't have been a rapper. He'd have been a drug dealer. But he wasn't. He was a rapper. He was a rapper. Yeah, so my Literally has been a rapper since high school. He was in a successful group when it started to pop. He blew, when he was in college, when it blew up. He's a rapper. Culturally, he's a nigga from 111. He grew up in the 111 community. He's going to wear more blue than red. Culturally, can he claim he's, he's a real nigga if he wasn't it's out? Not, it's not a claim. He don't make no life. claim. That's my point. He don't claim anything. He's making rap songs. You don't hear it. When Ice Cube talk, he's talking about politics and Trump. That's when he's talking. You don't hear him in an interview like, yeah, I'm a real nigga. I was out here. I did 10 years in prison. He's not lying. He's making rap music. And you're formulating your opinion based off the rap music he's making. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying his stories are valid. Whether they're his stories, they're not. They're someone else's stories. That's his job. And he does it better than 99% of the people that's ever done this. Is it All a fair? Saying, it's like if Jay Z told this. It's like if J Cole told the story, right, of a dope ass nigga that was a hustler nigga from Carolinas, right? He told that story. He's supposed to that urban street story. That's the point. That's what rappers used to do. If you seen them, the TV show Snowfall, right? If you seen Snowfall, there's the rappers telling the story of the community. That's what rappers did. He was telling, oh, Saint and them got this going on and this person did this. That's what rapping is. G. That's what hip-hop is. G, is, is it a fair consideration to look at the time frame when Ice Cube's career really became what it was and, and, and hit critical mass, that there wasn't really a lot of – it wasn't – I won't say a prerequisite, maybe it's too strong of a word, but it, it wasn't a you know a preponderant behavior for guys to come up and say, I don't know his life, but it seems like you know, Jeezy ain't really all the shit that Jeezy rap about, you know. Maybe he is, maybe he's not, whatever. But a guy I like think that. He's probably experienced those things. See, there's nothing wrong with rapping about your experiences. And there's nothing wrong with rapping about other people's experience. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's that's what hip hop is. Rapping about what you survey, you know, and I think that's what most people do. Every every story, I know for damn sure 
Every song I wrote, I ain't done half the shit I talk about. But I've seen it. <laughs> and, and the difference is, I done half the shit I'm talking about. That don't make my rap better than Steel's. It's who is displaying the story correctly and that the audience could grab. That's the But job. like, you see rappers where one guy, and again, this is not a perfect example. It's just a hypothetical example I'm trying to draw a parallel to, right? Let's say hypothetically that Jeezy's a way better rapper than Gucci. And Gucci wants to eat up Jeezy's market, you know, a little bit. He's going to say, oh, yeah, well, I'm the real deal, and he's not. So, therefore, I'm better and whatever. So, you see a little bit of a conflict among rappers where one guy is not really with his shit and is rapping better than the guy who is, but they're trying to use that as a value comparison to compensate for a talent comparison or whatever. And it's, it's the same it's thing that happens more. with this real nigga square conversation. But again, that we but again, but again, and that, that'll make it right. But that's what happens, though. That's my whole point. It's I, like not, again, if somebody got to prove that they hard, or you basically, you or they assume that you calling point. them soft. Why, why, you, why, you, why, you, why you trying to prove that you hard, though? But this, because this is that's my the point, culture right? we and, come from. And this from. is my point: where you making it the blame of somebody who literally is celebrating their culture. Like you, like it's your fault because you celebrating your culture. It's not. It's your fault for not celebrating who you are. It's your fault as a human being. It's, it's, it's nothing wrong with people that come from our world. Listen, celebrating, hey, you know what? I did this the honorable way. As honorable as you could do this in the streets, I did it. Feel me? This is the pinnacle of where I've came to as a man. And I celebrate it, right? Gangster rap is not about killing people. Gangster rap is about doing what it takes to survive. Are we and talking about this? To like the weirdest audience, it sounds like, oh, it's just about people dying. No, it's about I killed this nigga to live. There's no serial killers in gangster rap. You don't hear no nigga rapping about, yeah, I killed yeah, these people. For no that's reason. a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. That is a motherfucking listen, lie. Listen, I'm from Chicago, nigga. Listen, that's listen, a fucking lie. That's a lie. Some of the biggest motherfucking artists in Chicago history is serial killers. Fuck out of here with that. And they rap the What rapper in Chicago was a serial killer as a rapper? I, that ain't for me to say. I, I'm not gonna I'm say nothing. Listen, but I, I do you know what it, it, it is. It ain't for me to say, my nigga. But now I, listen, I, I know all the listen, stories because I'm, I'm from. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. This is gonna be my problem that we finna have right now. It's not for me to say. Don't reference gang shootings as mass shootings. That's not what a mass shooting is. I didn't say mass shooting. You I, said listen, a to, listen to the point. What I'm saying. You said a serial killer. Let me make my point, nigga. Hold up. I got you. I'm just breaking it down because right now what's happening is. The same gentrification that's happening with niggas with urban street colloquialisms is happening with mainstream American ideas where gang shootings are being called mass shootings. They're not mass shootings. It's different. A mass shooting is for no fucking reason. A serial killer kills for the thought of just killing. He don't kill enemies. It's just literally like Hitler is not a serial killer. He's not. He literally is a, is a different a mass he doesn't. He's a mass murderer. He's a mass murderer. It's a difference. A serial killer is okay. different. Like, right. you okay. know who was in Chicago that was a serial killer? Gacy. He just killed niggas because it was Thursday. It, it was no reason. I it mean, wasn't a GD killing the BD. I mean, it wasn't I mean, a GD killing the I folk. Mean, it, it, it was just because it was Thursday. I'm going to tell you this. You it know what qualifies a person time, to be bro. a serial killer? A person that only has to kill three people to be qualified as a serial killer. So but that's my point. I, I'm, I'm not fucking with them qualifications. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of gang bangers that serial killers. I'm killers. sorry. They, do it, again, for, no, they not, do it for bunch, sport bunch, and not listen, because they at war. Tom, Tom, Tom. A bunch of gang bangers not. Don't 
gentrify these words. It's really important I'm that you don't do this. the words. I'm from the fucking place. I have people that have got fucking killed. That I'm not saying that. I'm telling you, literally. I'm telling you. They are not killing. That killed that wasn't gangbangers. Tom, they thought in a mistake. They didn't just kill him because it was Tuesday. They killed the nigga because the nigga was outside. That ain't got shit to do with because you being the gangbanger. Because he literally thought he was from the been, other. I didn't dodge bullets and shit because the nigga look, was just outside. And they like, oh, who the fuck is that? What are you talking about? If you think that, there, that there's what? Probably 500 to 1,000 individual committers of homicide in that space nationwide a year. If you think that there are none of them that are out there doing that for some other reason than dire self-defense, you're lying to yourself outright. That's, that's not the outright. point. Outright. You're missing my point. I'm telling you, the mass majority of them, right, think it's for some sense of greater good or war, right? It's literally wars between communities. I had a prime example. I had a homie who was a serial killer, right? Now, I have other homies as killers, but they're not him. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga did kill because that's just his thing. He killed people that had nothing to do with gangbanging. He didn't mistake them for gangbanging. He killed kids, older people. He didn't even know. That nigga is a serial killer. A nigga who come through shooting in the opposite community, thinking he's hitting enemies and ops, he could be stupid, but a serial killer is a different far cry. And I'm not saying out of the 500,000, some of them are not just driven by the thought of killing anybody. But what we're not going to do is keep gentrifying words to make everybody feel comfortable. I don't think it's gentrifying it because I think it's that, 100%. that, uh, that it's there are serial killers in hip hop. I'm not saying they're not real killers in hip hop. I didn't I'm say real you, killers. I said there are serial killers in hip hop. I'm telling you, there probably would be none. I'm telling you, there's no rapper that rap about killing little kids and killing old ladies and killing motherfuckers at the highest level. There's no John, there's no Gacy's in fucking hip hop. We wouldn't right. celebrate it. All right. We don't All celebrate right. Gacy. All right. We don't celebrate Gacy. Right now, there's All a black right. serial killer. He's the All biggest right. serial killer in America. You niggas don't even know who he it's is. Literally, you know a rap artist saying, They're not going to make no movie. Ain't no pass. We on your ass. Don't get caught up with your son. Like, Listen. come on, G. Because yeah, we're at war. Because that's, we're at war. Yeah. So at that point, anybody yeah. with you is a fucking victim. Like America. When they bomb these whole towns and malls, it's on its own. It's different when I kill your son and I don't have no problem with you or your son. I just need to kill a baby. I'm sorry. There are there are no gaysies in hip hop. Right. And if you in, in a problem, there have been. There have been. There, there are no gaysies in hip hop. There are All no right. gay. I'm not saying that there hasn't been an idea, but there are no gays in hip hop. They're just not. We don't celebrate. Serial. Do y'all know who is the biggest serial killer? You know he's a black man, right? The Grim Sleeper. Y'all know about him? I have no, no idea. I don't. Never, never right, you know why? Because we don't the fuck with serial killers. Killer. If a nigga came out rapping like, "Yeah, I'm just kill prostitutes. That's my thing. I'm rapping about killing prostitutes." He is not gonna be celebrated. He's not gonna sell 13 records to us. We're not fucking with that. You know what we fuck with? With gangster rappers, we fuck with niggas who brag about surviving. We brag about niggas. We fuck with niggas who brag about doing whatever it takes to survive. Nigga, I will do this to this nigga, this nigga, this one to live. Not just because it's Thursday, I'm going to kill them niggas because it's Friday. No, nigga, we at war. Them communities in Chicago been at war for years, for years, for years. So now, nigga, when I go through your neighborhood, nigga, if I think somebody from the military, I'm popping them. That's not a serial killer. A serial killer is Gacy out of Chicago. A nigga who was fucking with the mayor, killing everybody. 
14-year-old kids for no reason, 15, like, I'll kill y'all because I just want to kill y'all. After he raped you. After he raping men. That's a serial fucking killer. That's no re. That's a serious. Stop gentr- and that's the point of the goddamn podcast. You gentrifying words. I'm not, not gentrifying words. Gentrifying. I'm not words. gentrifying words because just because just because yes. you have war don't mean you can't turn into a serial killer. I'm not saying you can't, but I'm telling and, and you, get blood when thirsty and start I'm not saying when sport. you at war you can't turn into a serial killer. But serial killers don't got nothing to do with war. Nothing to do with war. They are in a war against humanity. See, we know some serial killers, bro. War who we know some serial use that killers, as a guy. We don't know no goddamn serial killers. Yes, we do. We no, we don't. Do. I'll tell you a couple when we get off air, bro. You know, you don't know no goddamn serial killers still. Mm-hmm. He would have killed your stupid ass. <laughs> no, the reason I haven't got killed is I'm not stupid. I don't partake of none of that nigga shit that you're talking about. What you mean? You think you think them people that gays to kill partake to something? What that part question? Are you a real nigga? Or are you a square? Man, you know what? First of all, I don't you. I don't look Still at is a square. A I'm a black man, and right. I'm a square and proud of it. He's dog. a he's a law abiding citizen. Hell yeah, I'm a law abiding citizen, <laughs> and but I'm the criminal. He is a stand up head of household, and I'm the criminal but, that do all the crime for him. And we don't want to tell me because I know what need to be done. But I will tell you this though: if somebody come in my house, I lay their ass down. If that's a, that's within you know, your legal rights. Nick. If somebody is um. Violating my space, my area, my wife, my children, I will lay their ass down. That's within if your legal rights. I'm proud yeah, of exactly. you. If somebody is threatening me, I'm going to take that threat serious and I'm going to do whatever is necessary to eliminate that threat. But I don't go out and cause crime. I'm not, I'm not, if you got some dope in the car, don't invite me for no ride. If you got some bullshit going on, don't involve me in it because I'm going to tell you, I don't live that life. If these police pull us over and you got some shit in the car you ain't talking about, I'm going to give you five minutes to correct this shit. And I'm going to say, officer, this shit is not mine. I'm riding with this nigga. I can get out the car right now. I'm going about my way. You're supposed to. That's your fucking, that's what you're supposed to do. And I love being it because you know what, man? Being black in America, and I'm not going to lie. I'm from the hood. I'm from a grimy ass area of Cleveland. I grew up fighting and stabbing niggas and all that shit. But I'm going to tell you this. We've been indoctrinated, man, to this bullshit doctrine that we have to behave in a certain way. I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, here you go. You niggas always find some way. You niggas always find some way to hate on other niggas. That's what I can't stand. That's what I was saying earlier. You are not indoctrinated with nothing. Stop. You got to stop being a follower. And don't blame people because they tell you, you ain't been indoctrinated to be a fucking cowboy. You can watch a thousand cowboy movies, but you ain't never got you no fucking horse. You was indoctrinated to be a cowboy, but you ain't got no fucking horse. All of a sudden, you listen to hip hop, you got to be what they is. Well, why no. you ain't everything else you watch? Why you ain't Eddie Winslow? Why you ain't Bill fucking, no fucking Cowboy? Why you not Philip Huxtable? You was indoctrinated with that? Because I'm because fucking I'm poor in the hood and a nigga cool. can't go to school to you be a watch more episodes. You watch more episodes of Married with Children. Why you ain't married with children? Why you ain't cool. out Monday? Because it ain't cool. You know why it ain't cool to? It ain't cool to us. That's the point. How did y'all let 1% rule with you think it's cool? I'm fine with that. But guess what? A lot of them cool ass motherfuckers that came up with me isn't dead. They underground. This is right true. Now. And so that's my point. So th- that's the point. The point I'm saying is don't blame niggas from my culture. It'd be like, it's your fault. No, it's your following ass fault. Because no, all ain't nobody blamed you. Ain't nobody blamed you. Oh, no, that's what it is. You said we've been indoctrinated. No, you haven't. No, Who we have, we have been Who said you got to be a gangbanger? No, I'm going to tell you this. We it's the validators' fault. And we all know who it is. 
we have so much oh, bullshit in our community, Girl. bro. You got square you motherfuckers now. Block. I'm gonna tell you this. You got Women square motherfuckers that don't gangbang and participate. See, I participate in crimes before. Low, yeah, on the lowest of keys, it's their fault. Yes. Fact. Cool. I ain't lying. Hold on. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me land on something real quick, y'all. I'm gonna tell you this. You have guys that aren't gangsters, that don't have nothing to do with the world of crime. If somebody punched their mom in the mouth, I'm going to keep it G. I ain't saying nothing. Police come and say, did this man hit your mama in the mouth? Did he shoot your mama? No, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't snitching. Man, you better tell that motherfucker because this, this same motherfucker, this same dumbass nigga, he go retaliate against this guy and do something to him. Police going to come back to him. Now, I thought you said you didn't know who it was. Now but, you this, have but this is my point still. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this. We're going to get off this shit. I'm going to let everybody go. And, and this is what I'm saying to you, Tom. Look, Peter, man, I think Peter wanted to say something. Look, Peter, yeah, he's no, waiting the whole time to say something. No, say it. Every time he's about to say something, she'd cut him off. It's hold up, right, hold man. up. No, hold say up. it. Because you're low. He already correct. know. He already know. Correct. I know for sure who he blaming. He blaming the women. It's so, science. I'm giving you a science that I'll give you some scientific this, fact that is demonstrable by by laboratory, you know, shit. Listen, I, I'm I'm saying, listen, I understand the pressures, right? Of other people that come up in urban street territories, right, to, to, to see it, right? People who are squares to feel that these are the celebrated terms within our community, right? Because that's what it is in our community. Whether you're a square or not, if you grow up the way we grow up, one of the, the achievable and honorable things to be is a real nigga, right? Even where y'all from, even though y'all not criminals or don't believe in the, in the law, you know, in the, in the world of crime, that's right? not y'all thing. But being a real nigga is the same thing in our community and your community, right? Because we poor. That's still only 1% of the population. So if you feel like somewhere, time where you like, I need to be a real nigga, you know what? I'd be okay with that. Because you know what? You came up the way I came up with. And I wouldn't look at you funny if somehow you made your situation better in your life, right, with your family, because you came from where I came from. So you could use that time, be a real nigga. But, Man, whether you did a crime or not, nigga, you beat but, the streets. I will say that you didn't say that earlier, though. That's all no, I no, was Now I'm bringing clarity because I'm not talking about people that grew up. That's still only one. Per you know how few ghettos it is in America? It's a very few. It's not people that come from where we come from. That's not I'm not talking to Pavy for Pavy saying I actually will rap. Hey, Pavy, a real nigga. I would say that. And I know Pavy don't commit crimes because Pavy came up the way we came up and changed his life and didn't get in, right? And figure out a way to stay that from our community. That's still only 1% of the population. It ain't enough ghettos for all these niggas to be lying about them trying to be real niggas. Most of them didn't come up in our community. It still said he's a real... I tell people, man, still a real nigga. Still ain't committing no goddamn crimes because that nigga came from the slums of Cleveland and got his son to the NFL draft up to this point. I respect that from our community, right? So yes, he's from our little small little thing. Our small little thing. But that don't mean every motherfucker on Instagram who didn't come up this way got to feel like they need to be this because they listen to rap records. I don't care how many fucking cowboy movies I watch. I don't want to ride a fucking horse and be a cowboy. I don't care how many motherfucking movies I watch on these other niggas. I don't want to be that. Even the karate shit that's celebrated in our community, everything. I don't want to be that. 
Now you're giving us context, though, bro. What you're saying now makes a lot of sense. No, the or problem is, the, it's, not, it's not context. Now you feel it. Now you feel included. So you're like, it's cool. I'm included. No, but that's no, the problem. No, Stop trying no, to no. feel included. It's not no, about no, inclusion, because no. I told you earlier, I don't no. care about being included in that. That's not, I'm talking to Steve. That don't mean. Right. I'm, no, I'm talking still specifically. The, the, the fact is, our issue as black people is the concept of inclusion. We feel like everybody needs to be included. I need to be involved. No, you don't. No, walk this really. way. If that ain't your path, walk this way. You I'm don't need to be included. And, and, and hold up. And you don't got to include everybody. Gee, you don't got to include everybody still. Why do everybody black got to be this? Everybody black can't live in Beverly Hills. That's true. But let me everybody black can't be a, everybody black can't do a thousand things. There's a thousand things bro. everybody black can't do. But niggas get this urban, the urban streets, not even niggas, the urban streets get this one little thing. It's the only thing they got. The only thing they got. Outside of they got prison and death. The only thing they got. Oh, I could be a part of it too, even though I'm black and I live. Shut no, you can't. You could just be a fucking rapper, and that's fucking good enough. I will issue I will issue rap this morning though. If we're not careful with our shit, the same thing that happened to rock and roll, the same and jazz, thing that happened and it's to your jazz. fucking fault. No, it's not my fault. And it's, it's not your my fault generation's too, fault. Because you're trying to make everybody a fucking serial killer. Everybody not a fucking serial killer. Everybody's serial killer. Niggas is I eating didn't niggas say everybody is a serial niggas killer. Niggas I said niggas there are niggas rappers alive. that are niggas serial is killing killers. niggas for no purpose, and now they serial killers too. Niggas in the middle of a war, fucked up on dope and poor, and they killing each other because literally at war. And you comparing that to G Gacy, who killed niggas just because they're alive. Oh, you know, I'm gonna rape you and kill you. I'm gonna tie you up. I'm gonna fuck you in the clown suit. That is not the same. I'm not comparing them to Gacy. I never said no That's rapper was serial killer. Gacy. You know, now you generalizing terms. I didn't say that. I said there are serial killers that are rappers or that you have been rappers. You said if a nigga come through the community, right, with another warring community. If you shoot up a house, a if, you shoot up a house if, you, if you shoot up a house full of people, what the fuck is your goal? Is it a house full of niggas that's from somewhere else? I don't want to hear that. If you shoot up a house full of people, you don't know who's in that motherfucker. What the fuck is your goal? Is it a house full of niggas that we beefing? That's not what I asked you. It matters. If you shoot, I, what are you talking about? I didn't been in houses that didn't been shot up before. And I ain't had shit to do with it. If you are in a house- Was you at somebody else's house to have something to do with it? It don't fucking matter. Oh, it matters. You shoot up a fucking house full it of matters. people, you don't give a it fuck It matters. Stay house. your ass out the mix. Oh yeah, kind of matter. Go party go over here with us. Oh, right yeah, now, if you go party in Ukraine, you take your stupid ass to Ukraine. Don't you tell me I can't go to my Ukraine, family house. And they got a club in Ukraine and they're in a war with Russia. <laughs> you might get your stupid ass killed. Man, I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, man. I bet you don't want to fuck here. I bet you won't take man. your ass to Ukraine. I don't. You, you got damn party, right. I ain't I'm taking my party. ass to Ukraine. Nigga, you know it's on. You know it's on. Nah, I'm going to keep it all the way G with you. If you I know, know a nigga's some bullshit, I'm not linking man. I don't you give know a shit. You know it's on. I'm not linking man. As a nigga whose family been on bullshit his whole life, nigga, you never know when you going to wind up in some bullshit. take your ass to Ukraine. I done got my ass out of plenty of cars. That I knew I shouldn't have been in. And be like, yo, I'm If you take your home. ass to Ukraine while they're in the middle of a war with Russia and you see them putting in work, you see these drive-bys, the you see thing, these flybys, and you take thing, your ass to a party, be like, oh, well, I don't know what niggas tripping. Bruh. Oh, a matter of fact, thing. I'm tripping. Hold up. No ceilings. Glasses <laughs> Malone. My nigga Peter Boss. All right, I gotta go though. Got the hoops and brews in the spot. My big brother, Big Steel. And fuck y'all, we out of here. Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sellers Podcast. 
please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.